people. Hello, my friends, and welcome to No Normal People. I'm your host, Stephen Henning. And I am your host, Dixie Lee Henning. And this is a podcast where we prove that the more you get to know the normal people in your life, you discover that there really are no normal people in your life. Just a real quick reminder up top here, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NoPeoplePod. We also have a Patreon campaign running at patreon.com slash NoPeoplePod where you can get in on some private Discord server action. You could submit questions that we could ask every guest on the show. There is a monthly bonus episode that we release after the first Saturday of every month. And at certain tiers, you can even join that bonus episode mm-hmm. and hang out with us every month. I'm cool. Come hang out. So check it out. Patreon.com slash NoPeoplePod. Yeah. In this episode, we are recapping some past guests from the year tw- the year of our Lord 2020. Yep. Nicholas Cage. Our Lord Nicholas Cage. I think I've also said <laughs> our Lord Brad Pitt yeah. in the show before. Yeah. yeah. These are guests that we've had in the past. We asked them a series of questions. We sent them an email and asked them, hey, would you record just a voice memo and pretend you're leaving us a voicemail? Yeah. And just let's check in on where your life is at since recording the podcast. So Dixie, give us a rundown. So you guys know what the questions are. I'm just going to list them off. What was it like being on the podcast? We asked everyone to tell us about their pets if they have any. What is a smell from your childhood that transports you to a good memory? Have you had any notable life changes since recording your episode of the podcast? What is one silver lining positive that has come from COVID-19? And do you have any ongoing projects you'd like to mention? There we go. So with that framework set up, let's throw to our, their current guests, but also they were previous guests. So that's fun. Here we go. Doing it. Hey, Stephen. Hope you and Dixie are doing well and enjoying the aunt and uncle life. Um, really excited for you guys. Uh, hey, let me pull up the questions from your text. All right, I'll, I'll start with the top here. Uh, what was it like being on the podcast? Uh, honestly, uh, it was my first time being interviewed on a podcast. Uh, it was a lot more enjoyable than a job interview. I'll tell you that. Um, I actually had a great time uh, talking with you, Stephen. And uh, Honestly, probably the most valuable part from it was just having an opportunity to be self-reflective and um, think about what makes me unique, uh, makes me, you know, abnormal uh, compared to, you know, other normal people, kind of like your, your motto states. And remember, the only normal people you know are the ones you don't know very well. I, I, think, I think that can go for ourselves. Um, we need to take time to kind of learn who we are um, and reflect on that. I think we can surprise ourselves when we give ourselves that opportunity. All right, second question. Let's see. Tell us about your pets. Okay. Um, well, we have two dogs. Uh, Jen and I have two dogs, Moab and Jazz. Jazz is a almost 10-year-old Collie Australian Shepherd mix. Uh, she's super fluffy, um, actually really low energy. 
um, but still loves to tag along and go on walks, go to the park with us. And then our newest addition is Moab. He's a, oh, what is he now? Five, five and a half month old golden retriever. And he is, he has just been such a blessing during this time. Honestly, puppies can be kind of hard, but, um, in my experience, he's been the easiest puppy that we've had to deal with. And I don't know, we have so much fun and he's just, uh, you know, he's always happy, you know, golden retrievers are. And, uh, so yeah. Every day with him has been so much fun. As he's gotten older, we've gotten to take him to uh, dog parks. There's a lot of really nice dog parks uh, around the Seattle area. And uh, he loves to go run around and play with dogs and swim. And, yeah, it's been a lot lot of fun. Third question, what is a smell from your childhood that transports you to a good memory? Um, Definitely with uh, the holidays coming up, uh, the first thing that came to mind to me was smell of Christmas trees. Um, as a tradition, my family always would cut down our own tree. Uh, we'd go into the uh, mountains near Red Lodge, Montana, get a tree permit and find one, cut one down ourselves, and uh, put it up in our our living room. And uh, just the, the smell of a freshly cut tree is, uh, is hard to beat and definitely makes me think of uh, just really good times with my family during Christmas. Um, all right. And uh, fourth question, have you had any noticeable life changes since recording your episode of the podcast? Honestly, not a whole lot of crazy life changes. Um, getting Mo was probably the most notable for us, um, especially in the times of COVID where not a lot happens. I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, honestly, that, that might be it. What is one silver lining positive that has come from COVID-19. Oh, 100% getting to work at home with Jen. I don't think a lot of uh, married couples get the opportunity to work together with their spouse. And, you know, there's a lot of challenges that can uh, come with it, learning to respect each other's work time and boundaries. But just getting to, to work side by side with her has been uh, just, just the best. And uh, I really don't look forward to the day when I have to go back to work whole time and I'm in about half the time right now so the days that I do get to work at home are are pretty sweet getting to have every meal together is is pretty cool Um, so that's definitely one of the silver linings that have come from COVID-19 do I have any ongoing projects or newer ongoing projects that I'd like to mention um most of the projects that I have these days are bike related. Um, I did just pick up a old, uh, 1991 specialized hot rock, um, mountain bike, uh, steel frame. And I, uh, it was, it was actually built up by a a local guy here. He did a really great job restoring it. Um, but I, you know, I added some finishing touches and turned it into kind of a grocery getter bike. So I put a cool basket on the front. Um, and that's been a lot of fun, um, getting to ride that around. And then uh, I'm always I'm always working on my current uh, mountain bike that I ride on the trails in the area, just like upgrading parts and uh, adding my unique changes to it. Um, I've been riding a lot, so I've been breaking a lot of parts too. So I need to order some new wheels and build those up for it. But other than that, haven't had too many other projects around the house. Uh, 
like I said, during the times of COVID, it's been pretty chill, but all right. Um, do I have a short message, ask or sentiment to share with our audience? Uh, like you said earlier, um, from what I learned from this podcast is honestly, just take time to, to talk with a friend, whether it's over, uh, you know, in person or, uh, over zoom, just talk about your experience with, uh, this whole COVID thing. I, I know a lot of people are, are lonely, uh, during this. And, you know, there's a lot of fatigue with going through the, the steps of, um, caring for others by, you know, socially distancing and, and wearing your mask. Uh, a lot of people are getting really tired of it. Um, it's just hard being, being alone. And, uh, so I don't know, I just, I really recommend reaching out to others and, um, just taking the time to see how they're doing. Um, it can be really good for your own emotional health just to, to reach out to others and know that, uh, I know it's cliche, but we're in this together. But with that comes the responsibility to uh, to care for others and uh, just, just let them know that you're there. What was it like being on the podcast? It was so fun being on the podcast. It was such a neat experience, not something that I'd ever done before. And Dixie and Steven are incredible interviewers. I was expecting to be nervous, but it ended up just feeling like a super fun conversation between friends. 10 out of 10 would podcast again. Tell us about your pets. Uh, We have two cats, uh, Maya and Millie. Maya is huge. She's a Maine Coon. She's like a 15, 16 pound cat. She's essentially the size of a small dog. And she has loads of personality. She's very motherly toward our youngest, our son, um, who's going to turn 13 next month. Anytime he's sick or upset, she's immediately by his side. She is constantly, she does this thing where she, um, tries to give him a bath and is like super aggressive about it. Like she will stand up like on her hind legs and wrap her paws around his head and like gently no claws like pull her head down to hit her level so that she can lick his hair she's treats him like a kitten um she's also very obstinate she doesn't listen to me uh, but she listens to tony my husband if she likes to uh, particularly in the summer like as we're going in and out she likes to try and sneak outside because she knows she's not supposed to go outside And she can have like one paw out the door and my husband just has to like yell her name and she will turn around and run by back in the house. And if I do the same thing, she just kind of like side eyes me like, "Uh uh-huh, nice try. And just continues to do the thing that she knows that she's not supposed to do. Um, But she is just the sweetest, cuddliest, fluffiest thing. We tell everyone like, if you're gonna get a cat, get a Maine Coon because they're like the best kinds of cats. Um, The other cat, Millie, is the weirdest cat we've ever owned like she is so strange she is very scared of everything um particularly anything uh round (laughs) um any sort of like basketball she's particularly afraid of of sports balls and will run at the mere sight of them i have no idea why when she was a kitten she was a barn cat Um, that was born on the property where my parents were living at the time. And she was 
very skittish. And when she was a kitten, if she caught her reflection in a mirror or glass, she would hiss at it and like try to fight it. Like she was afraid of her, literally afraid of her own reflection. And so now she like, everything she does is super cautious. If she wants to sit on your lap, which is like almost always cause she has no concept of personal space. She like slowly crawls onto your lap, like one little paw at a time. Like she'll move her paw an inch and then stop and like look at you and then move the other paw an inch and stop and look at you. And, but she's not asking permission because if you try to move her, she like locks in. She, she's like, I'm, I'm coming and I'm, I'm invading your space, whether you like it or not, but I'll just do it really slowly and make the both of us as uncomfortable as possible. And then once she's like on you, she then proceeds to crawl all the way up your chest until her nose is like right in front of your nose. And then she just kind of stands there for a minute. And then she purrs like the loudest purr you've ever heard in your life. So that's her. She's incredibly awkward and weird, um, but we love her anyway. And the two of them, like, they tolerate each other. They don't, like, fight or anything, but they're not cuddling. Like, if you see them laying less than, you know, a couch apart, it's, it's a, like, good day. You're like, oh, look at you girls being so sweet to each other. So those, those are the pets of the Martin house. Okay, a smell from my childhood. Okay, this is gonna be really specific, but Concord grapes. So when I was a kid from between the ages of two and nine, uh, when we lived in Pennsylvania, the the house that we lived at, there was this uh, grapevine that like lined our driveway. And Concord grapes do not smell like, if you're thinking, like the red seedless grapes that you buy at the grocery store. No, 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 no. Concord grapes have a very distinct, very just sweet, amazing smell. Um, and so anytime that I happen to come across them in the grocery store or um, there's a couple of houses in our neighborhood um, where they have grapevines like in their front yard and as we walk by, you can smell it and it just immediately transports me back to summers in Pennsylvania, hanging out in my front yard with my black lab and I can feel the sunshine and just, it is the most amazing smell in the world. A silver lining positive that has come from COVID. I would say just that I've learned a new appreciation for slowing down. I've gotten a little bit better at taking time for me to do something that I just find enjoyable and not feeling guilty for doing that instead of doing something on my to-do list or something that I should be doing because there's been less distractions during COVID. And so I've felt like I haven't had to squeeze quite as much into a shorter period of time and so I've allowed myself to be a little bit better at just taking time to just do something enjoyable for the sake of enjoying that thing. Um, I've read double the amount of books this year that I read last year and that is something that I find a lot of joy and pride in is um, that accomplishment of sort of rediscovering time for reading 
books that I just found interesting instead of feeling like, oh, I have to read this book for book club and then I have to read this book for work and then I have to read this book for this. Um, instead, just like picking up a book and saying, hey, this sounds interesting. I'm going to read it. And I, I would say that's been my favorite thing that's come out of this last year. Short message. I would just say now more than ever, take time to figure out what you believe and why you believe it. Don't just hold on to things or die on hills or say things or believe things because you have been raised to think or feel that way or because somebody at some point in time told you that's how you were supposed to think or feel. Um, Learn to practice critical thinking and educate yourself and whatever you believe, make sure that you know why you believe it and the reason behind it and the motivations behind it. I think if we could practice critical thinking and self-education and empathy and love for our neighbors, this world would be a much better place. Hey, No Normal People podcast. This is Andy Austin, and I'm checking in for the year-end review of what 2020 ended up being like for me. So let's dive right in. So what was it like being on the podcast? I loved it. Yeah, it was amazing. I've been on a lot of podcasts, and that was by far one of my favorite ones I've done, you know, just from everything was amazing. The the setup, the audio recording equipment was by far the nicest I've ever recorded on, but also um, just really great to, to hang out with friends and to talk about life and just a really, really enjoyable experience. So highly recommend five out of seven. For those who don't get the internet joke, I'm sorry, but it means it's perfect. Uh, tell us about your pets. So unfortunately with my travel schedule, I don't have any pets, which is, it's sad. Um, I'm a huge dog person. So because of that, I pretty much well known for stealing my friend's dogs. Especially when I used to live in the van, I used to, my friends would be camping and I'd convince them that they needed to put the, their dog in my van because I had a furnace. So that worked out really well. Uh, and I have a, a, a good collection of dogs that I steal from time to time. Hopefully at some point when my life kind of stabilizes a little bit, I will be able to get my own dog, which would be amazing. What is the smell from your childhood that transports you to a good memory? Ooh, for me, that's tough. Uh, there's a lot of them. But I would say, honestly, Mama Carol's cookies coming home by my parents' house, you know, it just throws me back to a, a simpler times coming home from school with some fresh cookies uh, and they taste so good. Have you had any notable life changes since recording your episode of the podcast? So that was back in June, which in 2020 time means that was like 15 years ago. Um, you know, nothing too hectically crazy. Uh, I ended up being a lot busier summer than I thought it was going to be. Back in June, you know, I was still kind of writing on the fact that a lot of my clients had canceled for the summer. Uh, came back and ended up being a really good summer for me. A lot of my clients either came back, I got some new clients, met some really awesome people. Um, it was still a weird year, but you know there was there was a lot more work there than I thought there was going to be. Uh, what was on the silver lining positive that came from COVID nineteen? I think for me it was just a slow down. You know I kind of run at a million miles an hour, and I still did for the summer. But now I'm home, finished up my work for the summer, and I'm back in Bozeman. And this is usually a time when I would be gearing up to go international, backpacking, you know whatever. Uh, and I'm not going to be able to do really much of any of that this winter. So. 
you know, slowing down has been really nice just to kind of appreciate what I have and not constantly chasing something new. Do I have any new or ongoing projects like to mention? So as I said, most of my workload is finished up, uh, but I did just launch my 2021 Damn Montana Why You So Ugly calendar. And this is my fourth year launching that calendar and so far it's done really well. It's on Kickstarter right now, but here in the next four days, once the Kickstarter ends, I will be putting it up on my website. So check it out, pick up a calendar or 10 and give them out to your friends and you know, remind yourself why Montana is so ugly. All right. Do I have a short message or ask um, to share with our audience? You know, honestly, I think that with the way that 2020 was, you know, then throw in the mix of politics and everything else, it's been a pretty volatile year. And I would say just try to be kind, you know, to everybody you meet. You don't know what they're what they're dealing with. Um, Everybody, I mean, everybody's dealing with some weird stuff this year that they never thought they would be dealing with. So, you know, just just have some patience, be kind to everyone and, you know, spread the love. That's what we're all about, right? Thanks, everybody. And I hope you have a good rest of your 2020 and into 2021. Cheers. This is Emily Reddinghouse. Uh, just wanting to catch up with y'all and let you know uh, how things are going. So um, first off, what it was like being on the podcast. It was awesome. I had followed uh, Stephen and Dixie's podcast since they started it. And I just really loved the concept of interviewing everyday people in your life and coming to see that we really don't have any normal lives. We all have such incredible stories and backgrounds and new and exciting things to share. Um, so we have a pet. Um, Alex and I actually got a dog probably about a month after recording the podcast. Her name is Daisy. She's a five-month-old coonhound husky Malamute Great Pyrenees. She's going to be huge. She's already 40 pounds. Uh and we just love her so much. She's a furry bundle of joy. Um, a smell from my childhood. One of the first things I think of is when my mom, like on holidays, she would make uh, cinnamon rolls. She would make homemade cinnamon rolls. Um, and just the smell of that would wake us up in the morning and we'd all just get so excited. Any notable life changes? Um, not exactly not not entirely just with the pandemic um you know having to make some changes at the church and just kind of moving forward um in our careers and really getting settled down here in Cody that's really all I can uh, think of one silver lining you know something positive that's occurred from COVID-19 is the creativity and the innovative ways of connection that I have seen um, not just in my church but just around you know my family and my friends Um, you know it's really pushed us to see how intentional we want to be when we want to stay connected with one another and I've really liked that because I think we can take that for granted so much any new projects? Oh, well, yes. I'm actually on a podcast with Steven. Uh, him and our friend Josh Llewellyn, we've started a podcast called Ravel, and it's incredible. It's a theological roundtable discussion-based podcast, um, and it's great. I love it. It feeds me spiritually, and it's something I look forward to a lot. Um, a short message I just want to say is 
keep being extraordinary. Keep living your lives. And uh, it's just, this is a great concept. And I'm really glad that Stephen asked me to catch up and hope that you all are doing well. What was it like being on the podcast? I love being on the podcast. I love being able to discuss um, all the things that we did. I think that discussion between humans is the key to uh, furthering furthering our knowledge and, and our understanding of, of life itself. My days consist of listening to podcasts uh, to inform myself. And so it was really cool to be able to do one myself and experience that. So really really enjoyed it and my pets so me myself i have a dog named misha he's a fantastic fantastic dog i bought him as a border collie and they told me he was a border collie and turned out he wasn't a border collie turns out he's a malamute so i've got a dog um my family has another dog named ringo he's a fantastic dog my little sister has two cats ella and smitty ella has become like my best friend recently I've, I've come to love cats because of that cat right there. So that's been cool. Mel from my childhood that transports me. Good memory. I had to think about this one pretty hard. Um, and I think I had to think about it so hard because I'm not a, I'm not a sensory person. I don't really like remember how things looked or how things smelled and stuff like that. I remember more how I felt. But uh, definitely something that I that I will always that will always bring me back to when I was a child is being outside, being out in nature, especially up in the mountains. When you get that you know fresh mountain air, um, we were outside as kids so much, like like more so than we were inside. I think it's just it's insane. Um, but I have so many memories from being outside. So that's that's the one thing that would would bring me back. I guess not really any notable life changes. I guess I've become more of a hermit. <laughs> I uh, I work a lot now. I'm like so, I'm so obsessed with creating and making jewelry and furthering my my craft and my skill that I've been really really hermit mode lately. But I think it's I think it's a good time to be hermit mode right now. Um, I think we were given a lot of time um, recently with all the, all the COVID and everything to go inward. But I think that right now with all the madness in the world, it's a really, really good time to, uh, go hermit mode and, and learn, learn a little bit more about yourself. The one silver lining for COVID-19. So for me, it's been very beneficial, but I can't really, you know, I, I have a really, really good setup right now. I'm not really struggling right now, like a lot of people. Um, but like I said just a minute ago, like going inward, we've all been really provided with some time to go inward. And some people, some people have really jumped deep into that. And I know a few of them are good friends of mine um, that have jumped really deep into that. A lot of self-reflection and stuff like that. I think it's given us a lot of time to, to do that. Um, you know, personally, I think this is, this is a shift Everything that's going on, we are in the middle of a shift. We're about to shift into the age of Aquarius. Um, and I, I think that's that's gonna be a big shift of energy for everyone. And, uh, you know, I think we were given this time for, for reflection and going inward for a reason. Um, that's personally for me, I, I've, I think I've been given this time for a reason because I really needed it. 
So that's something that has been a silver lining for me and a lot of my friends. News and ongoing projects. Um, from now until Christmas, I'm having like a pretty big sale just to uh, try and move some inventory. I have a ton of inventory. I've been, like I said, I've been hermit mode. So I have a ton of stuff for sale. Um, lots of really cool pendants, um, some rings and stuff like that, but also taking custom orders until Christmas and stuff. Uh, so if you've got some ideas that you wanna put onto, into metal, you know, let me know. Um, any ongoing projects, I consistently have ongoing projects. I just, um, this morning, cast three projects into silver so those are all getting ready to be cleaned up today yesterday i finished another piece um i've gotten pretty speedy quick with my production so it's pretty consistent around here i i think right now more than ever we need to really consult with that spiritual side of life um, there's a lot going on right now, and I think a lot of times during these these mad times of madness, we forget that that this is all all what is supposed to happen. We forget who's in control. We forget what is in control. There is a greater energy that is that is consuming everything around us and has consumed the whole of eternity, and that is the energy that knows exactly what is going on. That is, knows exactly what is supposed to happen, and that is pushing these things through that are supposed to happen. And in times like this, we really forget that. Um, so my message would be to go inward and, and really soul search, you know, connect to that, that, that spiritual side of yourself. Um, you know, just, just connect and, uh, and yeah, I, I can't say it. I can't say enough connect. Hi everyone. This is Mariel Mulford here for the No Normal People pod check-in. First of all, it was great to be on the podcast. I loved hanging out with Steven. We talked for much longer than made it onto the actual final podcast. And I just love talking about things that God's been doing in my life and things that I've learned along the way, things that I'm passionate about. It was really fun. And it also sparked some great conversations with friends and family later who listened to the podcast. So that was an awesome plus. I do have pets. Well, a pet. I have. Uh, we have a family dog. His name is Sidka. He lives with my parents in Billings, and he's kind of a local celebrity. He drives around with my parents all day and goes to coffee shops with them and gets little puppuccinos, little whipped cream cups. Uh, he's a husky mix. He's very cute and very playful and high energy, and we love him. A smell from my childhood that transports me to a good memory would definitely be peonies. Uh, we had a peony bush outside of our house growing up, and once a year it would bloom these beautiful, huge white flowers. They smelled like heaven, and now whenever I see or smell peonies, I, it just reminds me of that time in my childhood. I haven't had any major life changes since recording my podcast, um, other than I started my first full-time quarter of PhD work this fall, uh, which has been <laughs> quite a ride trying to stay focused amidst everything that's going on in our world right now. And I'm also working part-time as a research assistant at Fuller on a project partnering with different institutions and seminaries around the world. So that's going to be good, I hope. 
Um, a silver lining from this COVID season has definitely been getting to spend a lot of quality time with my husband. Um, we have been together almost all day, every day for most day of this pandemic. And most of the time it's been really good and I am grateful for him. I also am learning to be grateful for the everyday gifts that God gives us. Um, you could say they're the small things, but I actually think the small things are the big things sometimes. Um, really learning to be mindful and grateful for everything. Right now I'm looking at the sunlight hitting our living room rug and it's beautiful and our gorgeous house plant that has not died and our little mini Christmas tree that we picked up on the side of the road for free a few months ago and all these things that I can be grateful for and that can bring me joy when I learn how to view them through God's eyes as gifts. Ongoing projects that I'm doing include serving as a board member for Hope Positive Africa. So they are a grassroots organization that serves vulnerable women and children in Uganda and Rwanda, started by a couple that I met when I lived in Uganda. And they are doing lots of interesting things. Um, you can check them out on their website. It's hopepositiveafrica.org. And lastly, I would just want to encourage all of you and including myself this year especially, to try to focus more on how we can serve and bless others rather than focusing on what we want or expect or demand from life, especially in the season where we are realizing more and more that we can't control things. Choosing to focus on how we can serve and bless others, I think, is one of the best antidotes to frustration and stuckness and wanting to make everything go our way. <laughs> I'm reading a book right now called 1,000 Gifts by Anne Voskamp, and it's been really an encouragement to me in this season to shift my perspective and focus on God's gifts. And another encouragement I would have is to look for creative ways to safely connect with and encourage others around you. So this could be your next door neighbor, um, your family, your friends, people you haven't talked to for months. Don't be afraid to give them a call and just check in and let them know you're thinking about them. It's really hard to do to get over the inertia of just kind of being in your own world. I, I know that's really hard for me, but once I can get over, if I can get over that hurdle, I know that it will be a blessing to me and hopefully to others as well. And remember, the only normal people you know are the ones you don't know very well. Very well.